Many years have passed since a fellowship of light battled the shadow creature at the Grey Haven. Now the heroes find themselves in an unknown land where they discover a man in black is wreaking havoc. Undeath follows him wherever he goes, and long-forgotten legends rise again having been possessed by his evil. Join the players of this Dungeons & Dragons campaign as they attempt to stop the man in black as he collects artifacts both on and off the Lonely Isle. Welcome to Tolerasia in part two of the Inglorian Bastards trilogy, Rise of the Mormon. Um, so I'm going to read what I wrote in chat this week for a synopsis of last week. I thought it was pretty spot on in terms of concise. So I wrote, so the last session, Gilfanon told you that, uh, that the prophecy of Mondot states that the Black Blade of Turn Turambar will deal the death blow to Morgoth when he finally comes again. Uh, you decided to seek out the burial place of Turin, called the Stone of the Hapless, or Talbur in the tongues of early men. Irime, the elf from the first part of the campaign, met you in the port town of Tavrobel and introduced you to your guide and captain, uh, the mire of the sea named Ose. He will take you to the one place that can port you back to Middle-earth, to Talbur, and that's the Tower of Pearl. He said that there is a mysterious sleeper inside the tower, and Faradir is only four days away from transforming into the black jaws of Morgoth. Um, so does that, that about sums it up. Any, any questions about that? Mm -hmm. Everybody good with uh, where what the Tower of Pearl is? Let's um let's look at it on a map uh, in case we. I'll, uh, I'll bring yeah I'll bring it up for you. So I believe um, let's see here. Let's look at the nope. straight road. No, that's not it. Let's look at Valinor. That's not it. Let's look at the west. There we go. All right. You guys see that the west as it was. Mm -hmm. So Numenor, the big island that looks like a an amoeba running, uh, is no longer uh, there. It's it's <laughs> flooded. It was flooded in the second age after the Numenorians pissed off the gods. Um, however, the shadowy seas and the enchanted, uh, also called the magic isles, um, are are there, and they're they're kind of like a barrier reef that were raised um, when the gods got irritated with the Numenorians, um, and so they're meant as kind of like a a roadblock for ships. Um, not that most people could travel across the straight road because they can't, but so the, the um, Enchanted Isles are kind of like a barrier. And at the, at the center of, of those islands, on one of the islands, there is a, a bright silver tower called the Tower of Pearl. And Pearl is like super important to the elves, um, especially the Teleran elves. Um, uh, Pearl is like, uh, is like the most preci precious material. Um, so you see where everything is in relation to each other. Uh, mm -hmm. You're on Tol Erisea. You're on the on the left side of Tol Erisea, the western side of Tol Erisea, and you're sailing around the island, and you're sailing out to the Tower of Pearl. Okay. okay. Max said he'll be here in 15, in 15 minutes. He was stuck on the subway. All right, cool. So that that's all I want to do for the recap today. Um, we have a few things we do need to do just for the good of the order. We, make sure everybody's a level 11. Um, I wanted to tell you that we're starting the day on day 10 of the adventure, um, and we're going to be at sea on April 25th. Um, and that, um, so I'll, I'm going to have you start, um, well, I'll have you do, uh, uh, the blighted lands rolls for day 10 and day 11, and then something is going to happen. Um, so let's go ahead and do our, um, our wisdom saves, uh, DC 15 for shadow points. Uh, and this is because the shadow is obviously, uh, marred the land, even the sea. How many, you say? Just two. Once for, one for the 25th and, and one for the April 26th. My rolls are terrible for wisdom save. Uh, John's not rolling much better. I'd hate to see what his character 
uh, what's going to happen to his character if he goes <laughs> into a bout of madness. <laughs> oh, <laughs> pretty close. What do we need, 15? Yep. Yay, past him. Uh, how soon is the uh, fellowship period? <laughs> you guys, this is session four. We're going to get one at session six. I probably won't make it. That was the idea, right? <laughs> Somebody say two. Yes, I'm a uh, nine of twelve. Oof. Wow. Well, we have um, we have one, two. We have three more checks to do tonight. When do you cross over? So once you're so you you actually become miserable once your the number of points surpasses your wisdom score. So if you have twelve wisdom right. and you have thirteen I, shadow points, I am miserable. You are miserable. Ooh, this could be interesting. Okay. So, with that in mind, let's take a look at handouts. I'm going to share something with you. Um, There's a lot. Miserable and bouts of madness. I just brought that up. So let's let's look at that. And I, I brought up a document called um, Shadow Weaknesses. Now, this was something that w was very easy for us when we were playing uh, a strict Adventures in Middle Earth campaign because everybody chose a. a it's not a, it's not called a class, but let's just say class from that book and they all are assigned um a shadow weakness um so i have your name written down and what your shadow weakness is from the last campaign if there are two written by your name like riken for example uh curse of vengeance or lure of power um one of them is is the one from the, the last campaign but because you changed classes i thought you might want to switch and this this would be a good one uh, so you could you can pick wh which of those you want yeah i, I, already, I already picked vengeance for, for my new one yeah Oh, you did. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get rid of lure of power then. Um, and then the rest of you. Let's see who is still kind of. The rest of you have kind of standard D and D classes. So, uh, Morloman, lure of power, or wandering madness. You can um, just based on how they sound. Why don't you just pick one, and then I can kind of tell you what that means. Actually, um, if you look, um, do you have a question about one of those? Because I can read to you about it. Yeah. Uh, can you read me both? Or yeah, sure. So, what, what is the first one? Lure of lure power. power. Yeah. When a man is given a position of authority. Can I sing it? Hey, you can. That's your job. <laughs> Uh, when a man is given a position of authority, either by rank, lineage, or stature, he may end up making his own wishes for those of the people he should be guiding or keeping safe. Power is the quintessential temptation and provides the shadow with an easy way to win the hearts of those who desire it. So the first stage is arrogance, and then it's, and then it can it progresses to overconfidence, and then being resentful and <coughs> tyrannical, and wandering madness is wandering about, um, never uh, ever, never really settling down. Might be the destiny uh, of most adventures, but it carries the risk of never finding something to live for. The road goes ever on and on. It's true, but um, uh, let's see. Well, anyway, so so it progresses from cowardly to forgetful to idle to un uncaring. Oops. Let's do uh, wandering madness. Okay. Uh, all right. So now, so so what this means for you, John, is it means you have disadvantage on all attack rolls or skill checks, including the ones you. Um, if if the second one, you know, if you made the second check just now, um, you actually have disadvantage on it. So any check, any hit, while you're miserable, you have disadvantage on. So that's that's going to last for you um, until you have a bout of madness. And I shared the bout of madness sheet with you. Um, the bout of madness works kind of like a rage now. Um, 
So, so basically, when you fail at something, so when we get into our first fight here, if you if you miss with an attack, um, you're going to have what's called a bout of madness, and um, and so you're going to go cowardly is the first stage. So I can um, let me find that for you, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll like type it to you, um, and then you normally what happens in a bout of madness is you lose control of your character, but I don't want to do that. I think it'd be more fun for you to play it, um, to role play it, and then um, once you follow those other rules, so it lasts one d four rounds. Um, but let's say you roll you roll a one d four and you roll two. It's gonna last it's gonna last two rounds unless you keep getting hit or you keep hitting people because that kind of feeds into it. Does that make sense? Yep, makes sense. Okay, uh, so let me find that for you. Anybody else have a question about there? Anybody else close and, and need me to, to tell you what your um, what the first stage is for you? Sorry, did you say first stage was uh, when you hit when uh, you're, midpoint? No, no. So you, your wis- your shadow points have to surpass your wisdom score. Oh, that's the first stage. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's when you have a bout of madness, right? And then oh. and so the way it's supposed to work is um, once you've achieved sort of the first stage, the next time you have a bout of madness you go to that next stage so, some of you like like Spriggs's character the dwarf you're going to start at the at the last stage every time right yeah. Briggs? okay not 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 a good thing not a, and how, you're pretty close you're probably within a session right uh, i'm three away so it could happen so, today it, it could happen, happen next week looks like you're really lucky on these rolls all right so let me find john's cowardly um action this will be fun to play especially tonight all right cowardly um, I'll just copy and paste it, John, and you can act it out. Cool. I'm going to put it in, in roll 20 here. Okay. So we're done with that. Uh, all right. So I'll save that document. Um, did you all see that? Were you able to see that? Uh, when I sh- Did I share that with you, or was it just on my screen? I think it's out for everybody. Okay. All right. Shadow weakness. Okay. The other thing I wanted to share with you and actually have a discussion about this, because we weren't able to have the discussion um, during the week, was something about the Conjure Woodland beings. And, and MJ, I know you're not going to like this, but the spell itself is has taken a lot of flack um, ever since 5e came out, so much so that people are tweeting to the sort of main rule designers of, of the game. And, and, and so let me tell you the way this spell is supposed to work. Um, when, when a spell is vague like that, um, when, it, when, you, when, it, when, the, when the spell says you can conjure up to this many of this type of creature, the way that it's supposed to work according to the rule, the people that made the rules, is the DM picks, you can tell me your preference, but the DM picks the actual creatures. Um, unless, the, unless the spell says this animal, this animal, or this animal, um, then, then the caster picks. But if it says a fey creature, this many fey creature, the DM picks. Um, so I don't like that for a number of reasons. I don't like that because it takes ownership away from you. I also don't like it because the the um, there's only three quarter CR uh, fey creatures: a blink dog, a sprite, and a pixie. Um, you might do a sprite because they would actually fight. A pixie actually wouldn't fight. Um, did did we just lose MJ? I think we just lost MJ. I'm gonna wait till he comes back to finish this. Dude, the hell is right, he right. Yeah, MJ's like. So uh, what happened? Uh, two seconds, man. <laughs> two seconds. Bad stuff. <clears throat> uh, so what was the last thing you heard, MJ? Uh, honest to God, man. Like I just had to go reset my router, so all I heard was a bunch of garble about madness and. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch! All right, let me do this real quick. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't help it, man. My internet. <laughs> you're, right. you're on pixies. All right, wait. wait you're, talking shit about, you're talking shit about my pixies? Yeah, you're not gonna like yep. this, but 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 here here we need to come to a conclusion. I want to come to a conclusion that you're happy with. Here's what I'm suggesting. So, conjure woodland beings. Is, the way that the spell is supposed to work when a spell is vague about number of CR 
fey creatures, when it's vague like that, according to the rules, according to the person who wrote the rules on Twitter, he said the DM is supposed to pick the kind of um, creatures. Um, I don't want to do that because I think that takes the fun kind of out of your hands, like to be able to do that, to like pick what you want. Um, so I don't, I don't like that option. Okay. The, the reason we need to fix this though, is because take, just listen to, just listen to the way the spell is broken. This you're allowed to, according to the spell, you're allowed to cast uh, a spell that brings eight pixies, a fourth level spell that brings eight pixies who can cast eight fourth level spells. It's broken, and I and I can't allow that to continue. Uh, so we got to fix it. And so, so we can fix it in one of three ways. Okay, we can. Um, you can either summon a different kind of creature, a different uh, CR, um, uh, like a different. I'm sorry, a blank dog or a sprite. Mm-hmm. We can we can conjure a pixie, yep. and then I'm I'm gonna. The actual rule of conjure woodland beings says that they have to do what you tell them to do. Um, I'm gonna break that part of the spell. If you can't conjure pixies, the pixies are just gonna. It's gonna be bedlam, um, which might be fun. Um, or I think the thing the thing that makes the most sense is to make them a cr1 creature which means you could you could summon two of them um and they could still cast it's still broken it's still broken because you're able to cast a fourth level spell and get two fourth level spells out of it um but but i think this is the only fair way to do it all right so so i think i think we're caught up now Uh, those are the only things that i wanted to bring up to you usually that's the way that it works something breaks during during a fight and i'm like ah just allow it i'll I'll look at it during the week uh and so that's that's what i did um so you guys are in tavro bell which is the port town um, it's the town that actually Gilfannon lives in, the House of 100 Chimneys. You just had to sort of come into town to go to the bar, and you met Irimae, and Irimae gave Josh a badass spear. Um, and I don't know that I highlighted that enough, but that the, the Vanyar elves are the spear elves, right? They're the, they're the elves that live closest to the Valar, and these are the spears that they took into the battle against Morgoth, right? Um, the war During the War of Wrath. And she actually yeah. she brought you a named uh, Vanyar spear. So it's pretty awesome. So you guys, uh, you guys met Ase, and Ase was there, and he was dropping fish into the water, and he like turned his head when when Irme came out and and said, you know, he seemed like he knows exactly what's going on though. Irme didn't actually have to tell him very much. He says, so you need a captain, and and he greets uh, he gets greets Okrin like he's an old friend. Um, and he says, I, um, "I've actually, um, I actually have a ship waiting for us. Um, I thought you might come. Um, so it's uh, it's east to the Tower of Pearl, then." Yes. Yes, sir. All right. Let's let's uh, get on board and let's get going and let's get right into this. Irish starts scratching his neck with his foot. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so it's you guys are at sea. Um, you're at sea one whole day and one night, and you wake up the next morning. Uh, <coughs> you're day eleven of this trip, April twenty sixth, and you're officially um, three days. One, two, three days until the first full moon. Okay, so everybody can add 14 temporary hit points to your <laughs> characters oh, as I please. start your morning off with an inspiring word. But you're going you're gonna to sing a song, right? Yeah, inspiring word. Oh, did we take a long rest? You did, yeah. You, yeah, you're going to need it. Uh, real quick, Marcos, Spears would use dex, correct? Uh, typically strength, and I mean... We could probably make I'm not going to be throwing it anyway. So. Okay. <coughs> just dex and throwing. Okay. It's, your like, dicks. It's, like, it's like a sword with a blade on both ends. You dicks. You dicks. Oh, that's one of the funniest ads I've ever seen, the fake ads. <laughs> Uh, all right, so you guys, so Ase, um, he doesn't really interact much with people. He's, um, you think maybe he's been alone on the sea a little bit too much over the years. 
Um, if, if he's actually a Maiar like like Okrin, um, you think he's been a, alive for thousands of years um, and may have just gotten a little eccentric. Um, uh, like, Vic, you you saw him like like probably two or three weeks before, and he was still yeah. dropping he was dropping fish in three weeks ago, and he was he's waiting there. for his buddy. Yeah, that's what he said. Um, mm-hmm. So he pretty much keeps to himself, and he's like he's he's he he doesn't have a crew. He, he has this massive ship, and he he's basically contr- it, some, there's sometimes that you think he's actually controlling the currents um, and the winds, and he and so he's basically steering the ship. He'll he'll occasionally have you guys do you know let you know let down a sail or let up a sail or something, um, but he's basically piloting the ship or captaining the ship himself. Uh, all right. So any questions for me uh, before we get started? Anybody have any questions for this dude? You you know him, Dick. Is it worth asking this guy some questions? Um, he knows something crazy. Well, you know he he knows the sea. So anything we want to ask him about the sea, I'm sure he'll uh, he'll be able to provide us some answers. Like, are we expected to run into anything on the way there? Did you? Uh, that's one question I'd ask him. Um, you run into the shadowy creatures of the night and apparently coming alive during the day. Oh, he says, actually, it, now that you mention it, uh, <laughs> there's a reason uh, I haven't really, I've been kind of um, grounded lately. Um, it seems the seas have been kind of a nasty place to be recently. Um, I was expecting my friend several weeks ago, and he's obviously delayed as well. Um, so, yeah, I, it's probably best that we be on, on the lookout for, for things. Uh, he says, why don't you watch that side and you watch that side. <laughs> All right. Let's watch that side. All right. Does anybody see anything in the water? <laughs> Does anybody see anything in the water? We see water. Should we no, proceed? No, should we do a proceed? I see something in the water. I see something in the water. Squid. <laughs> My God, <laughs> this that thing. Um, <laughs> so you guys are like, you guys are walking to the edge, and he says, "Brace yourselves." <laughs> <laughs> just like super calm <laughs> and uh there's this big flood on the bottom of the of the ship um all right so let's do turn order can you put me at 14 <laughs> mm. yeah sure no problem anybody else need theirs changed you can actually change it marco but i'll do it all right, we all rolled. Oh, you know what? I have one more to roll. All right, so I'm going to sort this. Let's see who's at the top of the order. Riken is at the top of the order. Riken, boy, that's a change, huh? Yeah, uh, I roll. I was a great roll, um, but there's not. I mean, uh, I'm just going to stare over the edge of the gunnel with an awe-stricken face and ready in action. So, Riken, you go over to the edge of the water, um, and the water's still rippling and sort of bubbling, like on the. I guess if the ship is heading uh, from the left to the right. So uh, from west to east, um, you're on the left side. I'm sorry, I don't know my ship uh, sides. Um, the leeward side, maybe. Um, this is what it looks like. Do you, you guys see that? The creature? Yeah, yeah, big, big, squiddy, mantis-looking like thing. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so that's what you see, and you're readying in action. What are you? So, what's the? What are the? Just saying, if something pops up next to this side of the ship, you're gonna swing. Has anyone else seen the shape of water? I have. <laughs> What is that? I've heard of it. <laughs> um, picture like the the sea creature, typical sea creature, like in in horror movies, like the humanoid one, the, and then like the some creature girl, from Black Lagoon. some girl falls in love with it. Oh lord! And totally bangs it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, lovely. Nice. Hey, we, it's actually a good movie, but anyways, that reminded me. That was a good movie. 
Did we lose somebody? Or we're just still missing Max, huh? Yep. Yeah. So Reich and Reddy's in action. Um, uh, let's see. That thing looks really screwed up. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty messed up. <laughs> yeah, this is like a praying mantis squid. Um, so let's see. Let's do a round of perceptions, I guess, just to see who sees this. Oh, John, you didn't fail that. That's good. That's a good thing. John, you would have literally started the, the fight with a uh, like with your first level in a bout of madness. All right. Um, well, Faradir, what are we going here? Uh, it's okay. That Faradir rolled high enough, so Faradir is like he's like just holding on from the boat rocking, and um, and then you see this. These four creatures hop up um, on the on the front of the ship, and they look something like this. Um, two of them are about twice. The size. Uh, two, of them, <laughs> <laughs> two of them are about twice the size of, of the ones on the on the far outside of the boat. Um, they have, and the one, the big ones have four arms. Um, uh, okay, we lost MJ cool. again. MJ, give us some back. Oh my for, god! For, for Christmas, I'm going to get you a new set of headphones. And, no, man, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> and a new inter a new internet. Yes, I'll take that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, better better internet. All right. So uh, this first this first creature um, just is like like um, is is kind of like slurping and and making sucking sounds at you guys. Going, <laughs> just like that. I think he did it best. Flirting with me. He did it best. Do <laughs> <laughs> you like the sounds? I need to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just like that. Um, and so they're basically going to start off with two of two of those. Oh, ouchie! There's your sound. Yeah, let me see what this is. You get a World of Warcraft and pull it up. It's a Murloc. Yeah, absolutely a Murloc. Yeah, there you go. That works. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So let's see here. Ooh, two crits. Awesome. So this is a good way to start the fight. Um, so the one on top is going to target Zelendor. The one on damn it. And the one on the bottom is going to. So number one is going to target Okrin, just because you guys are closest to to them. Um, and they both crit, believe it or not. I, I want to okay. share. I want to share this screenshot with you. Um, Can I? Uh, I'm going to share something with you also that I actually, remember they, they about my armor. They scooted up. Actually, they scooted up to about here. Uh, all right, let's see here. Once for combat, I could say you miss. And I wish I had known that last time. <laughs> I think that's no problem. So, so they shoot something uh, like a glowing orb of light out of their hands, and um, so Vic, you actually you feel it like absorb into your armor, uh, nice. and you're like you're like bracing yourself because it was like right at your chest. Yeah. And uh, Zelendor is not so lucky. Uh, Zelendor, you're hit for uh, let's see. 37 damage. Oh, god damn it. Okay. Wow. Thanks to the dwarves. Thank you, dwarves. <laughs> uh, you, were, you were crit. It was 19 plus. Uh, you, I mean, you, you did, he did a lot of damage. Um, all right. Um, and the next, the next round, uh, these guys are going to advance to about there. All right. And now it's Okrin's turn. All right. So Okrin is going to... <clears throat> Uh, disappear. <laughs> I'm out. Oh, dick. Yep. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> All right. So I'm invisible, and I am going to. Uh, you know what? No, I'm not going to go invisible. I'm instead. I'm going to do mirror image. So let me. Cast oh, good that. idea. That spell is badass, man. You're gonna have yeah. to remind me how it works. I, I get the gist, but um, it's all there. Okay, but I'll, I'll remind you. So I create uh, three or three duplicates. Yeah. So there's four of me, and only one of them's real. Ooh, good one. Yep. 
And so if uh, if I have three duplicates, I have to roll a six or higher on a d20 to change the attack's target to a duplicate. Got it. Sorry, with two duplicates, I have to roll an eight or higher, and with one duplicate, an 11 or higher. So that's still pretty good. Okay. And all their, all their armor class is 10 plus my dexterity. So if they hit a duplicate, um, it'll it's just my dexterity. It shatters. That to, uh, it shatters the one, right? Yeah, it'll shatter the one. So they have 12 armor class as opposed to me where I would have 16. All right. So, okay. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll deal with that next round. So third year is up, um, and I don't know if these guys are in range yet. Yeah, looks like they're in range. Uh, although um, you know, there's a big beastie to your left. <laughs> mm, but the beastie hasn't come a little far yet. That's true. Okay. Uh, well, I have a. Wait, these guys won already, right? So I don't have an advantage, but I can move up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this. So I'm keeping my mirror images uh, tracked by the blue and the three. The blue and the what? Three. I marked myself with a number three. Oh, oh got it. Awesome. All right. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. I think those will hit. Um, and so you do... Oh, man. It's 19, 30. Wait, 40. Oh, jeez. All right. So you bloody this one. Oh, nice. Um, and he is... Uh, let me see. Let me just look at his character. I have a character sheet here. See if he has any defensive skills that will, that will help. Uh... All right. Nope. And he, yeah, he uh, he didn't like. He doesn't like fire. You, you don't know why. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, he you he looks pissed though. I mean, this is a guy you can tell like uh, uh, he's the bully in the schoolyard, and he has been his whole <laughs> life, right? So he's he's pissed off, and uh, uh, he's going to be coming at you next round. Okay, is that Uh, healing word. I guess on myself. As right. I can. Yeah. Do you want to move? Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, actually, I'm, I'm confused about the actual this. Uh, just real quick, the spell. Uh, it's the first time I ever used it, so I can actually post. Hang on, one second. I don't know. I, yeah. I can look. It, I can look it up. Sure. Yeah. All right, healing word. One d four plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Um, did you cast it at a higher level? No, just level one. Um, well, is it, okay. Um, you sure you only want to do one d four plus your spellcasting ability modifier? I do not. I'm not sure. I do not know. Uh, well, you lost 37 hit points, so yes. I, I would suggest casting at a higher level. Okay. Uh, if you do that, then it's um, 1d4 for every slot above, right? So if you casted it um, third level, it's two, it's 2d4 more, uh, so it would be a total of 3d4 plus your ability uh, spellcasting ability modifier. All right, hang on a second. I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, we'll do it now. There we go. How about that? What does that give me? 17? Yeah, 17 plus uh, 5, is that it? Yeah, you do it? Correct. Okay, alright. Well, that's better. Okay, yep. And he's gonna, like, dive behind some boxes. <laughs> alright. So just make sure you, you, you keep track of your spell slots. You cast that at a yep, level pretty high. Yeah, level 6. Yeah, that'll help, huh? Yeah, that'll help. Alright, Marloman, you're up. Um, so remember, if you fail, mm-hmm. if you fail in an attack... I'm not attack, cowardice yet. What's that? I'm miserable, but I'm not, I'm not cowardice yet. Right, so you have disadvantage, and if you, if you fail at right. anything, you'll be in a bout of madness. So I'm targeting uh, number one here, and three bolts will go out at the other three. You're, ta- you're targeting number one? All right, let me, um, see yeah. you, let me see if he makes a save here. Can you guys hear me okay, or is, is it cutting out? No, you're good. Okay, deck save. So what happens on a, is it half damage? Okay, so he manages to, uh, number one manages to save against it. Um, and what was it, chain lightning? And so you're attacking what, number, both of number twos as well? If it's all of them. Well, it should be all, all of them, because there's three bolts that come out of that. Got it, okay. Just, each target has to be within a 30 of the next one. Okay. Um, all right, so let me see about the others. Let me do quick saves. All right, second one actually saved two. That's a, that's a badass spell, though. 
Let me see if we're it early. Yeah, seriously, you guys have been you guys have been going easy on me uh, with the uh, freaking cantrips. All right, that person failed, and wait, that was a cantrip. No, no I, I said I said you guys have been going easy. Oh, oh, jeez, dude, you um, so you you saw one lightning arc to the to the the one on top uh, near the ballista. And um, she she actually almost damn, like collapses. Um, you you more than bloodied her, um, and the other ones. Uh, so three of them saved against it. Believe it or not. All right. Um, so you bloodied the one on the bottom as well. Cool. All right. Now, um, big guy up top. It's his turn. All right. Here goes. <laughs> yeah. With the damage. Yeah, that guy's ugly. Holy shit. Alright, and let's, let's change the map. Ugly mother. <laughs> That's right. So let's change the ship, uh, the, the map a little bit. Let's see here. So bear with me. It's going to look like everything has gone away. Oh, because it has. <laughs> the sea turns red. Snowstorm. Let's see if I can line this up okay. Um, yeah, that'll work. Uh, just just about go. Ooh. Uh, oh, lovely. There it is. That thing's only like 11 times bigger than I am. <laughs> uh, Zelendor is dead. The tentacle landed on top of him. <laughs> no. He's inside of him. <laughs> Damn it, I hid behind these boxes. You'd be like, you'd be like Drax from Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy 2. We'll kill the beast from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I do that once already? <laughs> yeah, you did. You did that once. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, you feel free to like... I, just because there's a lot of lore and shit, and I'm, you know, I like Tolkien, that, that doesn't mean you guys can't have some fun with this. So feel free to, you know. Oh, I plan to. Every time out. All right, so this you guy. You guys uh, see the video link? No, let me see this. It's brief. Oh, Predator. You're one ugly <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, think, I think this guy is going to start by blowing his load. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> I'm so close. <laughs> I put on my raincoat. <laughs> uh, so the, these big tentacles, tentacles come up on like basically everywhere, and and meanwhile, Ose is just driving the ship. Ose <laughs> is just back there driving, you know. Uh, and uh, and so um, you guys I yell at him. Is this your friend? <laughs> Um, so I'll let you guys kind of move your icon, or your tokens around, like, on either side of the, like, the tentacles kind of, like, pushed you out of the way, but didn't do damage. Uh, but it's definitely doing damage to, this, to the ship. In fact, um, whoever um, is brave, I'd like you to roll a, a 1d4. Oh, let me. Okay, great. <laughs> roll low. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, Burn already rolled it, and he rolled a 1. Awesome. I'm not seeing everybody's rolls here for some reason. It rolls yeah, I mean, mine rolls the GM when you click the bottom buttons. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So in not this round, but in three rounds, your ship is going to be sinking. Cool. <laughs> is one not awesome. bad? One is not good. <laughs> oh, the thing I said, roll low. I actually got those chests on its back. I thought it was for damage. Nope. <laughs> no, it was, it was for rounds times three. Oops. Are we all rolling? Just I need to roll a four. No, I, I asked yeah. for a volunteer. So uh, all right, okay, good. Yeah. All right, so so this guy is actually going to cast the same spell that was just cast. Uh, oh, same lightning? Yeah, hey, yeah. Oh, so he pops it. his he pops his head up over the over the side of the ship, and the ship is like basically leaning almost. The cannons are the tips of the cannons are touching the water, and he casts chain lightning. Uh, so I need. And let's see, he'll cast it at Burren. 
course. <laughs> uh, so I need everyone except Faradir to make a... Uh, actually, is Faradir within range? No. So, let's see. Well, who's the better person? Oh, let's cast it at more Loman. Yeah, yeah, let's do more Loman. He cast it at more Loman. So let's have everybody do a dexterity save. It only goes to three people, though, right? What's that? It, it goes to three people. It does, yeah. That's true. Yeah. All right, so let's do... I know, I'm going to do I'm gonna do Burn, then. So so Burn, Riken, Tessero, and Azelindor. Phew. I need to refresh. Uh, roll for <laughs> Tessero, or... What did you yeah. say? What, what save? Uh, dex save? Dex save, yep. yep. Save your dex. Dex. Your dicks. Are you rolling for Tesla? Save your dicks. Can you can you roll for him? Do you have, can you? I I think so. I definitely failed that. All right, my friends. Um, so you guys take thirty-one damage if you failed. And you take half that rounding down if you passed. What was the save? Fourteen points of health or health. Uh, oh, sorry. It's uh, I'm sorry. I, I forget. You can't see my rolls. Uh, it's a DC seventeen. Yes. Seventeen. Uh -huh. <laughs> How stupid is that? So Tesoro passes. Awesome. Okay. And so that's his that's his whole oh, turn. Max, you're here. Uh, uh, how much? Thirty you said? Thirty one. Is that what I said? I think that's what I said. Yeah. yeah. Alright, Burn, and you haven't raged, so that was that was the, my one shot for you. Good thing the fourteen extra health points helps a little bit. <laughs> you guys are bastards. Alright. Alright. Burn's pissed. Because he doesn't like water to begin with. And we're on another goddamn boat, <laughs> so yeah. I don't have Leoman's tiny ship. Hey, look, look on the bright side. Not for long. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. So we need to kill this thing. I'm gonna. Yeah, we gotta blow our load. Go so and all just, over its face. You yeah, exactly. right, do it. Jump, man. I'm I'm right behind you. You obviously wouldn't know that the ship is gonna sink in three rounds from now. But um, you, you do get the sense, based on the damage that he's doing, that the ship is not going to last long. Yeah, I was going to say, if, if he just pulled the ship sideways and it's going to sink in three turns, we're, we're all probably pretty sure it's going to sink soon. <laughs> exactly. So... Do it, dude. Over the edge. I'm, I'm right behind you. Ah, Jesus. Wait, like, jump <laughs> off on his face? <laughs> Boom, no, stop the, the edge. edge. The eye. I'll go for the other eye. Stops at the edge and Riken runs up behind him and pushes him in. <laughs> oh, Remember what happened the last time you jumped on the face of a tentacle monster? Yeah, I know. That was pretty sweet. We, we all got a sweet ride. We survived. Yeah, we used to jump across the river. Christian died. Yeah, he's a pussy though. <laughs> though this marks the end of the episode, the road goes ever on. Until next time, join us at longwinded.one and consider giving us a review on Apple Music, Spotify, or really whichever platform you choose.